Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for April 7th, 2018. If you don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Well, it's the start of a busy weekend. We have uh, today UFC 223 and uh, also the uh, NXT TakeOver New Orleans show. Uh, let's start with UFC 223. Uh, let's forget about all the mishigash that's gone on there this uh, week. Uh, the only thing I got to say about it all is Conor McGregor is a dope. How dumb can you be? But, but never mind about that. We still have three women's fights on the show, including the co-main event of Rose Namahunas defending the UFC Strawweight Championship in a rematch against uh, uh, Joanna Zajicic. I can't even pronounce her name, but I do know she can fight. So, um, big, uh, big upset last time around, uh, and uh, afterwards it came out that Joanna had a very, very uh, tough uh, weight cut because her nutritionists uh, screwed up. You know, like I said, I have said it on my blog, the whole thing about MMA nutrition has become kind of a cottage industry. And the problem is, uh, it's, there comes a point where I would like to see some sort of regulation because it seems like anybody uh, can hang out a shingle and say that they're a nutritionist. Now, she didn't have any trouble with, uh, uh, they're called perfecting athletes in the past, but on this particular weight cut, uh, she had a lot of problems. They, they botched it, and they she fired them. What she did on for this particular weight cut is she uh, did it herself with help from uh, some of the staff at uh, American Top Team in Florida, and then she hired George Lockhart, who's a longtime uh, nutritionist who works with a lot of fighters, and he uh, helped her out with the final week. Uh, she looks a lot better. You know, the question is, does Rose have her number? Um, it's possible, I suppose. Um, it, you just have to see how it goes. I don't know if the, uh, the one fight was an aberration or if we see the old Joanna here, you know, she could dominate uh, Rose. And I would like to point out that in all of the stuff I saw about this particular fight, there was no mention of Rose's loss to Karolina Kowalkiewicz uh, about a year and a half ago. She had an opportunity to get a title shot by beating Karolina, a fighter who I don't think is as good as, as Joanna, and I think Rose should have beaten her, but she came out and she just didn't look good. I don't know why. They didn't talk about it, uh, but I really couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you. It's just, uh, it still nags at me that she lost that opportunity because she just didn't perform pro perform well. Because that's a fighter she should beat. All right. So that's the only thing I'm kind of concerned about. I, I don't care who wins. I, I really don't. Um, if uh, Rose wins, then it kind of, uh, you know, it's an old story. Winning the title is one thing. Defending it is another. And the, the thing is, is other than the one fight, Joanna was very successful at defending the title. And she can either regain the title or Rose can defend it. And Rose needs to defend it to make herself a real champion. And I think she's aware of that. 
And I think she's aware of that. She has great training in, in Colorado with Trevor Whitman. So uh, I think she'll be, uh, she'll be okay. They're both very well trained. So just, you know, which Yoanna are we going to see tonight? That's the big question. Okay, there's two other uh, women's fights on the show, uh, both in the prelims. Uh, the uh, headliner of the prelims is a fight that has possible uh, championship implications, where you have Felice Herrig uh, facing Karolina Kowalkiewicz. Um, Felice thinks that if she wins this fight, that she should get a title shot. And I would say that it depends on how she wins it. Okay? Um, the thing is, in her last fight, uh, I don't recall offhand who the opponent was, but she just didn't look very good. She won the fight because, you know, her opponent didn't look good either, but she, she didn't look that good. And the fight before that, I thought she looked really good and dominant. So it really depends on how Felice wins the fight. Um, the thing about Carolina that's important to understand is she's basically a points fighter. She has no ground game. She has no power. Uh, if Felice really wants to win this fight, what she needs to do is take her down. The one thing Carolina does have is pretty good takedown defense, but she's been taken down and submitted before, so she's not perfect by any means. Uh, she, she is, I don't believe that Carolina Kowalkiewicz is, a, is an elite fighter. I think she was in the right place at the right time, and she happened to win the right fight at the right time, and I'm talking about the win over Rose, and that's what got her a title shot. But there, you know, she didn't even compete with 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 Joanna. She thinks she did, but she didn't. And uh, I don't think she would this she would be able to compete with either of them. Now, she's just to me, she's not an elite fighter. She got kind of lucky in the right place at the right time. If Felice really wants a title shot, what she needs to do is have a dominant win, because if she gets a dominant win, dominant win, she could very well get a title shot. Now, there's other fighters that may be up for a title shot as well. So, I don't know, but her chances are better if she wins a dominant fight. Now, the other fight that's also on the prelims is uh, at flyweight. It's Ashley Evans-Smith uh, versus uh, Beck Rawlings. Now, it's interesting, you've got Ashley Evans-Smith, who uh, has fought as high as welterweight. She used to fight at 145. In the UFC, she's fought at 135, and now she's moving down to 125. In the case of Beck, she has fought previously at 115, and she's moved up to 125. Uh, I'm not sure it's the solution to either of their problems, because in the case of Ashley Evans-Smith, even when she wins, she hasn't looked that good in the UFC. And um, I don't know if dropping to 125 really does her any good. I, I really don't know. She has good training. She trains at Team Oyama in California, which is the same camp as, um, as uh, Carla Esparza. Uh, but, and she's, you know, you know, she's done some good things. But in the UFC, she just hasn't been that good. And I don't know if dropping to flyweight is the answer for her remains to be seen. I do expect her to win this fight, however, because Beck Rawlings, I've never cared for her. I don't think she's a very good fighter. She's originally from Australia, and she uh, now trains at uh, Alliance in San Diego. Uh, but she's had a lot of injury problems, and uh, the thing I, I noticed about her in her last fight is uh, she was really, really slow. And I also don't believe 
that moving up to flyweight is a solution for her because I don't think her, her, um, her quickness uh, is going to improve just by moving up. Now, maybe she has a problem with weight cuts and stuff like that, and it could very well be that fighting at a higher weight will give her more energy because she isn't cutting as much weight. That's a possibility. But I don't think she's very good in the first place. And, you know, the thing is, she was in Invicta. Uh, she was one of the contracts that was purchased for a tough 20. And she's still in the UFC at this point. But it wouldn't shock me as if, if uh, once uh, whoever loses this particular fight could very well get the heave-ho. It's possible. And especially Beck, who I don't think really belongs in the UFC anyway. Now, one other thing. There was a fight announced, uh, confirmed the other day, actually... Uh, Cage Warriors uh, confirmed it. They announced that uh, Molly McCann, who is the current Cage Warriors champion, uh, flyweight champion, uh, will uh, assign with the UFC. She will fight on the uh, Liverpool card uh, coming up uh, in uh, May, and her opponent will be Jillian Robertson. Um, the obvious thing here, is, now she has recently won that title, and the obvious thing here is that Molly is a native of Liverpool, so uh, obviously it's a no-brainer for the UFC to sign her. And um, I, I think she'll win this fight. Uh, she's a pretty good fighter. Uh, I don't think she's quite faced the competition level that she'll end up seeing at UFC, but I don't think that Jillian is really all that better than the type of competition she's already faced. Jillian was in Tough 26, and um, most of the fighters who were on that show just, just weren't very good. And she lost in the first round. The only other time I've seen her was on the finale when she uh, beat a fighter named Emily Whitmire. And she won the fight, but, you know, it's very, Emily was probably the worst fighter on the show. So it's very difficult for me to know uh, how good or how bad Jillian is because I don't think I've seen enough of her. And this might give us a better idea on to whether, as to whether she's good or not. I don't really know. Uh, I think Molly is a pretty good fighter, and she should win the fight. But uh, I also, uh, you never know about these things, right? Okay, so that's it. Um, I want to talk about the NXT, tonight's NXT TakeOver show. Uh, likelihood is I will not be watching that show live because I have to watch some fights on the UFC show. But... Um, the one match that is of interest is uh, Ember Moon defending the NXT Women's Championship against uh, Shayna Baszler. Of course, as we all know, uh, Shayna is a former uh, UFC fighter and, in my opinion, a pioneer of women's MMA. And uh, she uh, was always a big pro wrestling fan. So when it was decided that she wouldn't do uh, MMA anymore, or UFC for that matter, uh, I'm not particularly surprised she turned to pro wrestling. She's always been a huge fan. And what she used to do at uh, MMA shows is she used to practice moves. Uh, she learned a lot of this stuff uh, from uh, uh, the Josh Barnett crowd. Like she's trained with Josh for years and also um, uh, some of the guys that he uh, trains with, some of the guys that he trains with. So uh, I'm not particularly surprised that she's picked up pro wrestling so uh, well. And I know she'll help her pal Ronda Rousey with that as well. Uh, she... She was into it anyway, and so it doesn't particularly surprise me. At, at NXT, she has been a fantastic heel. Uh, just really, really good. I mean, she makes people want to hate her. I mean, I love it. I, I love that she's willing to embrace being a heel. A lot of women in, in pro wrestling, 
They don't want to be healed because it affects their merchandise sales. So you have to understand that. This is a big problem in Japan where you have girls who are very attractive and they, they're concerned that if they turn heel, it will affect their merchandise sales. That's not an uncommon problem. That's a, not an uncommon problem. So it's very unusual to find a, 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 a girl who really, really wants to be a heel and really embraces it. Ember Moon, as I've said before, I'm not a huge fan of the character. I know that uh, uh, the girl uh, uh, is a very good athlete. She, uh, before she was in the WWE, she was Athena in indie feds like uh, Shimmer and, and ones like that. She trained down in... Uh, uh, Houston uh, by Booker T's gang down there and so she knows her stuff and and she's a good wrestler her problem is the character just it just doesn't connect with me and and maybe it connects with you but I don't care for it all right uh, I, I you know she's a good performer I also really dislike her finisher the uh, uh, the uh, uh, top rope stunner uh, mainly because it takes way too long to set up, set up. And as a lot of you guys know, if you listen to me or you read my blog, I hate moves, regardless of what they are, I hate moves that look phony. And that move is one of the phoniest moves I've seen in years. So I don't care for it. I'm not crazy about her character. I think she's a good wrestler. I think it'll be a good match. I am expecting Shayna to win but I would expect the feud to continue for a while. Uh, it really depends on what they want to do with Shayna. Um, with Ronda uh, on the main roster, they may want to move her up, uh, but I don't know if they want to make her a babyface or not on the main roster. That's, I really don't know the answer to that. Uh, but um, I think it'll be a good match. I'm going to PVR uh, TakeOver and uh, try and get to try and watch that match uh, uh, tomorrow morning probably. But uh, I, really, uh, I really think it'll be a good match. And uh, from there, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, again, uh, don't forget, you can check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And you can subscribe to the podcast at uh, Google Play Music, Pocket Cast, or on Anchor. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow to review all this stuff and also to um, preview... Uh, the women's matches that will be on WrestleMania tomorrow night. That's going to be a big show. So uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.